Amen, amen, amen. How many are looking forward? Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many are a little homesick? Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. Faces all familiar. No one's old. No feebleness there. No sickness. No disease. Nobody named Arthur and Ritus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No pain, no suffering, no shame. Hallelujah. Just peace and love and joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, amen, amen. Amen, and I feel like we are almost home. Hallelujah. I feel like somebody's saying, are we there yet? We're almost home. Yes, amen, amen, amen. You just keep holding on. You're almost home. Can I encourage somebody in the Lord tonight? You're almost home. You just keep holding on. Just keep on trusting in God. You're almost home. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And some glad morning we shall see <laughs> Jesus in the air coming after you and me. What? Joy. Joy is what? And ours to share. Ours to share. I'm telling you, there's going to be joy for everybody. Praise God. Amen. I feel like we're almost there. We're almost home. Right. Heaven is right around the corner. Yes, it is. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and I know it's not a train. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody shout amen. 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 So good to be in the house of the Lord. So good to see everyone here tonight. We are celebrating tonight after service Brother Blackwood's birthday, 85 years young. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And I know that there are uh, family here tonight. Good to see Darren and Poppy here celebrating. Amen. Good to see you guys. Amen. And uh, also good to see Sister Ruby Bland. God bless you. Amen. Sweet, sweet, faithful lady. And uh, here celebrating Brother Blackwood. Brother Blackwood's famous in the Pentecostal ranks, let me tell you. Amen. We just love and appreciate Brother Blackwood and his family and uh, his 
jokes, his humor. I preached a message uh, a couple weeks ago. Preached a message a couple weeks ago. He came up and uh, it was a similar message that I think I, I believe I preached like three three years ago maybe two and a half, and he said something to the effect, I liked it the first time, but I liked how you brought this out this time when, from when you preached it last time. I couldn't even remember the preaching it. I'm, man, he has got a memory like a steel trap. I thought, for, first thing I thought, well, thank the Lord. He is listening. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Love and appreciate you, Elder. Good, good man. Thank you for being who you are. And amen. Love and appreciate you. Amen. So don't run off after service. We're going to go to the back and have some refreshments, and we're going to celebrate for a few minutes. <clears throat> amen. Brother Blackwood's 85th birthday. Woo. Praise the Lord. Amen. amen. Awesome. Amen. Good to see everyone else here in the house of the Lord. Joe, Brother Joe, good to see you, my friend. Amen. Amen. So glad you're here. That's my friend right there. And uh, amen. He's, this is home. I just, it's good to see him. I do feel um, like sharing something that I came across this afternoon in prayer. And I was texting Brother Hopkins a couple thoughts, ideas, and we began to text back and forth. And then I just felt the Holy Ghost moving. And, and uh, he probably somewhere tonight is preaching. And uh, he might be preaching along the same vein I'm preaching tonight because we were sharing. And the Bible says, iron sharpeneth iron. A couple things I had seen in the scripture, and I just going to run it by y'all tonight. Amen. How many came to praise the Lord? Amen. They started the service off with the two, the first two songs they sang, and both of them had everything to do with praise. Songs like "Greater Works" and "Praise," and and. Uh, I have the words here. One of the songs literally has some of the words from the text, or from the from the title tonight. I may share that in a moment, but we're going to go to the book of Joshua, chapter nineteen. <clears throat> Somebody say, "Praise the Lord." Praise going to the book of Joshua, chapter nineteen. We're going to read verse number one. <clears throat> And then there's a lot of names in the tribe, so we will go from verse number 1 down to verses 8 and 9. Joshua chapter 19, if you're there, say amen. amen. And the second lot came forth to Simeon. Everybody say Simeon. Even for the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families, and their inheritance was within the inheritance of of the children of Judah. Everybody say Judah. 
verse number 8, And all the villages that were round about these cities, and Beleth, Beer, and Ramoth of the south, this is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families. Verse 9, Out of the portion of the children of Judah was the inheritance of the children of Simeon. For the part of the children of Judah was too much for them. Therefore, the children of Simeon had their inheritance within the inheritance of them, of Judah. I want to preach for a few minutes tonight. Maybe in a moment it might make a little more sense on this thought. When praise is heard. When praise is heard. Would you put your Bibles down and lift up your hands and ask God to talk to us in this house tonight. God, we give you glory and praise and honor. God, we have made our praise heard. We've made our praise known unto you tonight. God, we lift you up for you are the only one worthy of all the praise and glory and honor and to be worshipped. God, I praise you right now and I ask you, Lord, to anoint me, speak to me and through me. Give us all ears to hear what thus saith the word of God tonight. God, I pray the power of the Holy Ghost, the unction of the Holy Ghost would move upon everyone in this house. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Let the church say amen. 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 If you love him, why don't you give him some praise as you're seated tonight. Praise God. I'm thankful to be Pentecostal apostolic tonight. How about you? Thankful for the apostolic doctrine, our Pentecostal experience. We're living holy in lifestyle unto the Lord. Amen. I'm glad to be part of the thing called the church. The greatest organization, the greatest institution on this planet is the church of a living God. Amen. We have a living church, not a dead church. Amen. We have a church that was founded in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 2, the the Pentecostal church, on the day of Pentecost. Praise God. Our church was born. Can I tell you tonight that the church was born in the midst of noisy praise? Verse number 1 of Acts chapter 2, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place, and suddenly there came a... Sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It was not a silent service. Amen. Pentecost was never intended to be silent. Church isn't a quiet church. Church gets a little noisy. Church gets a little loud. Church gets a little obnoxious in the spirit. Church can get a little wild. Church can get... Well, let me say, good church gets a little loud. Good church gets a little crazy. Praise God. And there were dwelling... At Jerusalem, Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. 
Now, when? Everybody say when. when. This was noised abroad. When it got a little noisy. They were hearing people have a church. They were hearing people praising God. It got a little noisy on the day of Pentecost. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language, and they were all amazed. And the Bible says they marveled at what they saw and what they heard. When the noise was heard, the people were amazed. A few verses later in Acts chapter 2, verse 35 Peter was preaching Jesus, therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when, here it is again, now when they heard this. It's one thing to say something, but it's another to say it loud enough where someone can hear it's one thing to praise, but it's another thing to praise when someone can hear the praise. They were pricked in their heart. Why? Because they heard the praises of God's people. Don't ever underestimate the power of your praise. You come to a Sunday night service, the Holy Ghost begins to move, and you're praising God. Don't underestimate the power of your praise. God inhabits the praises of Israel. God inhabits, dwells, abides. God moves in the midst of praise. Somebody give him praise right now. Peter was preaching who Jesus is. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? It was then that Peter preached to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. And then they that gladly received or heard his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them 3,000 souls. It's the reason they, were, they had such great revival as someone preached and someone praised and someone heard the praise. They heard the message. I'm going to say it again. Pentecost has a sound. People don't, don't just have to, shouldn't have to come in here and look and see. And I know we look different. We're a holy people. We act different. We look different. But we ought to sound different. People can, they ought to be walking down by the street over here in Misasco and they can listen to the sound of praise and go, hey, those are Pentecostal people. How'd you know? I can hear the sound. It sounds like praise. It sounds like some worship. Sounds like somebody speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives you. Pentecost has a sound that comes with it. 
go as far to say, if it's quiet, it ain't Pentecost. If it's quiet, it's not Pentecost. I don't find anywhere in Pentecost they were silent. I don't find Pentecostals in the Bible that were silent. They got a little loud. I know I'm getting loud right now. But I'm Pentecostal, so I have a right to do so. Y'all get, some of y'all get real exuberant in your praise, but you got a right to do that. You're Pentecostal. Some of y'all like to get out of the aisle and start doing a little. You have a right to do so. You're Pentecostal. Amen. And I refuse to be quiet. I will not stay silent. Psalms 22, I will declare thy name unto, the, unto my brethren. And in the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. I came to church to praise the Lord. Amen. We'll fellowship afterwards. But I came tonight to praise him. Psalms 40 and 3, and he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. They're going to see, but they're going to hear the song that's in your mouth. Psalms 98 and 4, we read, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All the earth make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Some of you, hey, you pray too loud. I don't pray loud enough. You sing too loud. I ain't singing loud enough. <coughs> you shout too much. I feel like I don't shout enough. Oh, sister so-and-so, she dances too much. She ain't dancing near enough. Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his. I came to praise the name of the Lord. I came to bless the name of the Lord. I came to worship the name of the Lord. Psalms 150 and 2, praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. I came to praise the Lord. I came to make some noise unto the Lord. To make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody shout with the voice of triumph right now and give God praise. Psalms 107, verse 2. It's right here on my notes. It was alluded to at the beginning of service. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you're redeemed, you've got a right to say so. You've got a right to lift up your voice. Brother Firo, you've got a right to give God praise. Brother Clint, we've got a right to magnify. 
We've got a right to lift up our voice and to clap our hands and to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Letter Acts, Psalms 50, verse number 6, sums up the entire book of Psalms. Psalms concludes with, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. What do you say we continue making some noise? We continue to praise God. We're going to continue to magnify. Praise God. I, I love nuggets and I love studying and trying to get homiletical and all you know messages and trying to get everything so where everything flows and we come and we we you know I want to bring a, a word have a word for the from the Lord uh, for for the people of God every service and. and and I do my best to, all my notes are here and my notes are in order and I have my kind of way of doing things and keeping things. And, and, but I'm telling you what, more than any of this, it's all about giving God glory and creating an atmosphere of praise and worship where the Spirit of Almighty God can come and change lives and break chains and break addictions, deliver and save and heal. Praise God. Pentecost is not quiet. Pentecost began in the midst of noise. It began in the midst of praise. Pentecost began in the midst of worship. And can I tell you, after 2,000 years, a Pentecostal experience can still be found in the midst of praise. Holy Ghost still falls. Hello? Luke 19, you can read the story. This is about a week before Jesus will be crucified. You find Jesus entering, descending up the Mount of Olives, and he's entering into the city of David. You find people crying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered them and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. The Pharisees were a little upset that Jesus was receiving praise for who he is, the Messiah. Theologians also talk about this time. This was when they would parade the lamb that would be slain into the city. And the people of the city would celebrate that their sins could be rolled ahead. But little did they, many of them know that this was the Messiah. This was the perfect lamb that would be, that would be crucified. And his, his blood would be shed for the multitude of sins. And yet here he comes and they're laying down their garments before him as he's riding in on the colt and he comes in and they're, they're praising and Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed be the name of the Lord and giving Jesus praise and, and honor and accolades unto the Lord. And the Pharisees say, hey, these people need to be quiet. How dare they praise Jesus? Jesus said if they hold their peace, these stones... 
Peter that wrote in 1 Peter 2 and 5, you also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house. We talked about the stones of, that were found in the rubble this morning. I'm a lively stone. You're a lively stone. And this stone refuses to be quiet. This stone will continue to cry out, Jesus is my Messiah. Jesus is my Redeemer. Jesus is the Lamb that took away the sin of the world. As for me and my house, as for this stone, I will not stay silent. Psalms 34 and 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. But the, the, let me read three more verses. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name. Verse 4, I sought the Lord, and here you go, he heard me. When praise is heard. I sought the Lord with praise. I sought the Lord by blessing his holy name. I sought the Lord by lifting up the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And can I tell you, he heard my praise. David said, this is what happens when your praise is heard. You ready? The rest of verse number four. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me. And, conjunction, and delivered me from all my fears. I don't know what you're afraid of. I don't know what you're going through. But if you would put God first and praise him with everything you've got, God will hear your praise. And he will deliver you. That's why like they sang at the beginning of the service. You got to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You need to make your praise heard unto the Lord. I'm going to praise God until I know he heard me. I'm going to praise God until I have an answer. I'm going to praise God. Oh, somebody give him praise. This may sound so profound, but this is just revelatory to me. You ready? The purpose of your praise. The purpose of our noise. <laughs> the purpose of us clapping our hands and stomping our feet and making a joyful noise. The purpose of the noise <laughs> is to be heard. The purpose of your praise is to be heard. 
by him and by anyone else that needs a breakthrough. The reason I went to the text, you find Judah. What you know, y'all know what Judah means, don't you? It means praise. Do you know what Simeon means? It means to be heard. You find when, oh my goodness, when Judah goes in to inherit the promises, Simeon had to go in with him. Matter of fact, Simeon's inheritance was within, I read it in the text tonight, was within the inheritance of praise. Simeon, Simeon, why are you going with Judah? Because the Bible says that the inheritance of praise is bigger than praise can handle. Simeon, why are you always joining yourself with praise? In Joshua 19, and the second lot came forth to Simeon, even for the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families, and their inheritance was within the inheritance of the children of Judah. Simeon, you're not going to be blessed unless there's praise going forth. And when Judah goes up, blessing is going to come down. And you can't outgive God. There was enough blessing for Simeon from the inheritance that came down by just the praise that went up by Judah. In other words, you praise God and the blessing of God will be so great it'll be more than enough for you and for, and for Simeon and for anyone that gets to hear. You're not just praising for yourself. You're praising for your wife. You're praising for your husband. You're praising for your kids. You're praising for your grandkids. You're praising for the next generation. I'm not just praising for me. I'm praising for all y'all. I'm not praising just for you. I'm praising for the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. Verse number 9 of our text, out of the portion of the children of Judah, the portion, the blessing, the inheritance that Judah received, Judah, would, the, 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 the inheritance that praise received was the inheritance of the children of Simeon. For the part of the children of Judah, the inheritance that came to Judah was too much for them. You ever notice that? Somebody comes to church and they begin to praise God and pretty soon it's contagious and somebody else starts getting a blessing. Why is that? That's because there's a Simeon. That's because there's a purpose for your praise. It's to be heard. In Judges chapter 1, we find again in the book of Judges chapter 1, you find Judah and Simeon once again together. And Judah said unto Simeon, his brother, when praise and being heard come together, 
Come up with me into my lot. That we may fight against the Canaanites. And I likewise will go with thee into thy lot. If you're going to enjoin yourself with somebody, find a praiser. If you're going to get close to somebody, get close to a praiser. If you're going to back somebody up, back up a praiser. Because when it's your time to fight, the praiser's going to back you up with praise. The praiser's going to lift you up. And so Simeon went up with him. And Judah went up. Praise goes up. And those that heard praise, or he that went, Simeon the tribe went up with the praisers. And the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand, and they slew of them in Bezek 10,000 men. It's amazing when you join yourself with a praiser because the enemy's going to fall, and there's going to be enough spoil for everybody. You just got to make your praises known. You got to make your praise heard. Hey, there's people, they might ridicule you. They might hate you for your praise. Jesus said you'll be hated above all things for my name's sake. I'm a Christian. And I'm, as a matter of fact, you're not, if you're silent, you're not a Christian. He said these stones are going to cry out. Lively stones cry out. Somebody goes to a church, not this church, because we ain't got nobody here. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. You go to a ch- other church, they're going to sit there on their hands. No victory and no answer. But when praise is heard, God inhabits the. When God hears praise, he goes, hey, that's an invitation to a party. Brother McGee, when God hears our praise, he said, I thought you'd never ask. I want to come and bless. I want to come right there in the midst. I want to come and move and minister right there in the midst. I thought. Praise is an invitation to God. Hey, Jesus, come party. God inhabits the praises. And you can't praise quietly. Pentecost didn't begin in a quiet room. It began in an upper room where there was some praise going forth. The Holy Ghost fell. People were speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gave you. Pentecost began in noise. Pentecost began in praise. And Pentecost still happens in praise. And on the day of Pentecost... There were people going, hey, what's going on in there? 
Then people getting loud. Man, they're making some noise. As a matter of fact, then they begin to hear them. And they were hearing there, oh, they're speaking in the language that I know they don't speak my language. They're not from my country. <laughs> Something different about that. As a matter of fact, I want to see, I want to taste and see what they've got. All we've got is a spirit of praise and worship. We're just magnifying God. God inhabits the praises. The Holy Ghost moved. The Spirit of God showed up. God was just moving and blessing. And it filled all the house where they were sitting in cloven tongues. Like as a fire set upon each of them. And pretty soon you had 120 speaking in tongues. And then before the day was out, 3,000 souls. Why? Because praise was heard. Don't be ashamed of your praise. Make it loud and proud unto the Lord. Praise God as musicians come. I'll try to bring this to a close. Don't play a funeral song. I want to tell you tonight what happens when praise is heard. Here comes Joshua. Caleb and the people of God, they cross the Jordan. They come up to Jericho. They walk around six days and then on the one, one time each day. And then on the seventh day, they walk around seven times on the seventh day. And he says, what we're going to do is we're going to unite in praise. And we're going to shout unto the Lord. This is what happens when praise is heard. When their praise went up, the walls came down. This, this is what happens when praise goes up. Gideon takes his 300 men with a, a pitcher and a trumpet in one hand and a pitcher, a light in the other, and they break the pitcher, they shine the light, they blow the trumpet, they give God praise, and the Midianites turned on themselves, and God gave Gideon and the people of God a great victory. It's what happens when praise goes up. It's what happens when praise is heard. You know the story of Jehoshaphat? Greatly outnumbered by the enemy. Here comes the enemy. They declare a fast. We're praying, we're fasting for a spirit of unity. And he gets the praise team out in front. And he says, everybody going to be quiet. Just going to let the praise team lead us into victory. They get the praisers out in the front. And they go, praise the Lord. For his mercy endureth forever. I don't think the enemy heard you. Praise the Lord. For his mercy endureth forever. I'm not sure the enemy heard you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. For his mercy endureth forever. Do you see that? The enemy just perked up. They just stopped dead in their tracks like, what was that? You see, the enemy will be petrified and terrified at the praises of God's people because the enemy knows God inhabits. And if God be for us, tell me, all you need is to let your praise be heard. God will inhabit the praises. I don't even know if they're still in here. I think we took them out. They did a skid a while back. Had some chains. 
I think they're back there. Paul and Silas in the midnight hour. They're chained. They didn't have an organ. They didn't have a Hammond organ. They didn't have a keyboard. They didn't have drums, guitar, bass. But they had some, they still had a rhythm instrument. They had chains. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. That, that's supposed to be the sound of chains. All right, that's the best I can do. Praise the Lord. Hey, Silas. Yeah, Paul. I want you to crescendo on that part. Help me out. Come on, Silas. Help me out. Praise the Lord. That was a funny sound of chain. <laughs> hey! So here they are in the midnight hour in the jail cell. Hey, it's quiet in here. Yeah, it's a little too quiet. <laughs> Maybe they started rattling some chains. Hey, I feel like praising in here. Yeah. Why? Because Pentecost never has been quiet. Right. And when their praise was heard, they had a breakthrough. The chains fell off. Revival took place right there in a jail cell. Why? Because praise needs to be heard. We're fixing to praise the Lord. You ready? In the Hebrew, the word praise often translated as the, as the Hebrew word is halal. It means to make a loud noise. With body gestures. First Church of the Frigidaire, they really don't know how to praise God when they go. The devil is absolutely not afraid. Matter of fact, he doesn't even know what's going on there because it's quiet. But when you get somebody that knows... How to praise and worship. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, my purpose of making praise is to your ears. It's for your glory. And when my praise is heard by his ears, there's going to be a breakthrough. There's going to be a move of God. There's going to be the presence in heaven. My praise. So if you have a need tonight, you've got a, you need a breakthrough tonight. This is your opportunity to make your praise heard to the most high. Because I read in my Bible, praise always precedes a move of God. Praise is 
moves of God are predicated by praise. The walls came down after people shouted unto the Lord. God gave the people of God great victory after they praised and worshiped. People say, I want God to move and then I'll give him praise. You, you're not going to be praising for a while. God's saying, I wish you'd praise so I can move. I wish somebody would get loud. What do you say? Let's make some noise under the Lord. Let's give God some praise. If you need something from God, why don't you step out and give God praise? If you need a breakthrough, why don't you step out and give God praise?